Welcome to Vocab Lab, the podcast that helps you build a stronger vocabulary for standardized tests and enriches your communication arsenal. I'm Amber, and together with Jack, we explore words that give you the edge in acing your exams. Hey listeners, Jack here. Stick around as today we dive into three intriguing words that could be the key to unlocking your test success. Ever wondered how to express regret in a more scholarly way or describe that overbearingly self-righteous friend? Stay tuned. Let's kick things off with our first word, atone. A-T-O-N-E, atone. It's a verb. Atone means to make amends or provide reparation for a wrongdoing or guilt. This is a great word to remember when considering the themes of reconciliation or justice in literature and is often confused with attune, which means to make receptive or aware. The etymology of atone comes from a fusion of the words at and one in the 16th century, meaning to be in agreement. Here's a trick to remember atone. Think of someone who has done wrong wanting to be at one with those they've wronged. Let's put it into some example sentences. One, the CEO decided to atone for the company's environmental harm by investing in renewable energy. Two, feeling guilty for the misunderstanding, she sought to atone by writing a heartfelt apology. Next up, sanctimonious. Spell it out with me, S-A-N-C-T-I-M-O-N-I-O-U-S, sanctimonious. This one is an adjective. If someone is being sanctimonious, they're making a show of being morally superior to other people. The word is often misused as a synonym for sanctity, which refers to something's holiness or sacredness. Sanctimonious has its roots in the Latin sanctimonia, meaning holiness. An easy way to remember this is to think of someone who acts like a saint, but in a negative, hypocritical way. Example sentences include, one, his sanctimonious comments about charity work did not impress those who knew he contributed nothing. Two, the sanctimonious politician was quick to judge others despite his own questionable actions. Finally, let's look at tacit, T-A-C-I-T, tacit, which is an adjective. It describes something understood or implied without being openly expressed or stated. It's often confused with taciturn, which describes someone who is reserved in speech. Tacit originates from the Latin word tacitus, meaning silent. A great way to remember it is by associating it with nonverbal agreement and unspoken understanding. For example, one, we had a tacit agreement not to discuss work at family dinners. Two, her nod gave tacit approval for the project to proceed. And now it's time for our vocab quiz. I'll say a sentence with the word blank, and Amber will try to fill in that blank with the right word. Bring it on, Jack. When the company faced public outcry, the executives took blank responsibility and offered compensation. That's correct. Okay, number two, everyone rolled their eyes when he started his blank rant about other people's eating habits. Sanctimonious. Right again. Here's the next one. There was a blank understanding among the team that they would meet every Friday after work. Tacit. Excellent. Here's another. The charity promised to blank for its mismanagement of funds by implementing new oversight procedures. Atone. Correct. Now her blank demeanor made it difficult to know if she was truly enthusiastic about the proposal. That must be sanctimonious. Actually, it's tacit. Last one. His blank sermons about the youth's lack of commitment didn't win him any fans among the younger congregation members. Sanctimonious? Correct. Well done, Amber. Thanks, Jack. Hey, listeners, if you enjoyed that quiz, stick around. 
we'll take a quick trip down memory lane and brush up on last episode's vocabulary. Excursion, impassive, maudlin. Let's do a rapid recall. First, we have excursion, E-X-C-U-R-S-I-O-N. It's a noun meaning a short journey or trip. Here's an example sentence. The school organized a weekend excursion to the historical museum. Next is impassive. Spell it I-M-P-A-S-S-I-V-E. As an adjective, it describes someone not showing or feeling emotion. For instance, despite the chaos around her, she remained impassive. Lastly, we have maudlin. M-A-U-D-L-I-N, an adjective describing someone who is overly sentimental, often through the influence of alcohol. For example, after a few drinks, he became maudlin and began calling old friends to reminisce. And don't forget, next time on Vocab Lab, we'll introduce three new vocab powerhouses and check back on today's words. So make sure you're subscribed to see how well you retain. Atone, sanctimonious, and tacit. This brings us to the close of today's episode. We hope you've enjoyed expanding your vocabulary with us here at Vocab Lab. If you have questions or vocabulary words that you would like to suggest for future episodes, please get in touch at vocablab at pagepods.com. Our email address is also in the show notes. If you like the show, be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app and consider leaving a review so that others can learn more about us. To stay up to date on the latest episodes and for show transcripts, subscribe to our newsletter at vocablab.pagepods.com. The link is also in our show notes. Thanks for tuning in. And remember, every word matters when it comes to enriching your vocabulary. See you next time.